With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fiancher reporting. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources is investigating a fatal hunting incident that took place Sunday night in northern Hardin County. 53-year-old Mark Ahrens was hunting coyotes with friends on private land about two miles north of Alden. The hunters were separated by several hundred yards when around 8 p.m. Ahrens was struck by a single rifle shot. He was transported to Hanson Family Hospital in Iowa Falls where he was pronounced dead. The state medical examiner's office will be conducting an autopsy as part of the ongoing investigation. About 9.30 Sunday night, fire departments from New Hartford, Dyke, and Stout were called out on the report of a pole building on fire in the 33,000 block of 110th Street west of Cedar Falls. No injuries reported. First crews on the scene reported the building was engulfed upon their arrival. The building is considered to be a total loss. Firefighters are on the scene for over two hours. Yesterday, about 8.10 p.m., the Cerro Gordo County Sheriff's Department and Iowa State Patrol received the report of a car versus deer accident in the southbound lanes of Interstate 35 just north of mile marker 184. This would be south of Clear Lake. 19-year-old Gracie Joe Stokes of Lino Lakes, Minnesota, was driving a 2017 Nissan Altima when she struck a deer that entered the roadway totaling the vehicle. While the disabled vehicle was partially in the roadway, a semi-truck and trailer combination sideswiped the vehicle, causing minimal damage. The semi did not stop and was unable to be located by authorities. Stokes was evaluated at the scene for minor injuries, was not transported to the hospital. 43-year-old Kyle Ricky has entered a written plea of not guilty to first-degree murder in the shooting death of Algona police officer Kevin Cram last month. Court records show a pretrial conference has been scheduled for November 14th in Kasuth County District Court. If there are no delays in the case, the trial has been scheduled to begin on December 12th. Ricky is accused of shooting Cram, who is trying to serve an arrest warrant on the Algona man, then fleeing the area around 8 p.m. on September 13th. Ricky was apprehended near Sleepy Eye, Minnesota later that evening after an extensive search that involved law enforcement agencies from Iowa and Minnesota. A former Mason City woman claims she was chased by a man she saw standing next to the key apartments building where Jody Husentrude lived barely a month before the news anchor was abducted in the apartment's parking lot. The unidentified woman told FindJody.com that Mason City police have known about the incident since the day it happened when her mother called them more than 28 years ago. The woman said she was 14 years old on May 25, 1995, when she was running home from middle school in the afternoon. That was just over a month before Jody's abduction on June 27th. As a woman ran by Building C at the Key Apartments, the woman claimed a man called out and then took off after her. She was able to make it to a friend's house nearby. Mason City Police have confirmed a report was made about the incident in May of 1995. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors yesterday approved the plans for resurfacing three bridge decks that will be sent to bid. The Hardin Supervisors approved the hiring of a transport officer in the Sheriff's Department, and the Hardin County Board of Supervisors approved the fee schedule for the county's annual immunization clinic that Greenbelt Home Care will administer later this month. Yesterday, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors discussed the future of the Franklin County attorney position as current County Attorney Brent Simmons plans on retiring as of June 30, 2024. 
The supervisors asked the county auditor to get answers to several questions for future discussion. In other business, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors continued to discuss the Franklin County Library Services Agreement. The board directed the auditor to draft a resolution outlining the new agreement to be brought to the next meeting. Today, the Butler County Board of Supervisors will consider a bridge posting on 180th Street near Evergreen Avenue. This would be northwest of Bristow. The Butler Supervisors will also consider a transfer to the Public Health Sub-Fund. The Butler County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Allison. AARP Iowa and the Alzheimer's Association are holding a joint statewide tour to present educational workshops focused on the importance of cognitive health. AARP State Director Brad Anderson says they want to be sure the older Iowans are doing all they can to stay healthy. Our main overarching point that we would like to make to Iowans is it's never too early and it's never too late to uh, prioritize your brain health. And that's the message we intend to get across. They have identified six pillars of brain health that are healthy habits people can implement every day to boost brain health. Some of the things that we talk about are, is the importance of being social and the danger of social isolation. We also talk about the importance of engaging your brain, managing stress, exercise. Getting enough sleep is incredibly important, and we've seen more and more research about that. He says those all go along with good nutrition, and Anderson says the concepts may seem familiar. If you think about it, it's the same stuff that we would be talking about for heart health, yet people don't associate it with brain health. And so we're talking about it in the context of brain health. And then Alzheimer's Association is there to talk about uh, support for people with dementia and people who have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And there are several workshops available. Some of the stops are full, but there are still spaces available uh, throughout the throughout the state. So we encourage you to check. If you're interested in the topic of brain health, go to aarp.org slash IA and register for a stop near you. Anderson says the registration is free and you don't need to be an AARP member to register. Tomorrow, the Ackley City Council will discuss an extension of 3rd Avenue will consider authorizing the mayor to enter into a cylinder deposit agreement with Superior Welding Supply Company and will discuss the police department. The Ackley City Council meets tomorrow at 7 p.m. at the council chambers. The Powerball jackpot has climbed to an estimated $1.73 billion after no one matched the game's six numbers and won the giant prize. There has been no winner for 35 consecutive drawings. The $1.73 billion prize is for a sole winner who's paid through an annuity with annual checks over 30 years. Most of jackpot winners opt for cash, which for the next drawing Wednesday night would be an estimated $756.6 million. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, ending at 7 o'clock this morning, 60 degrees, and the 24-hour low ending at 7 o'clock this morning, 33 degrees. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.